Hello, welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Podcast? <laughs> uh, this is the Tigway Park edition. We are at the beautiful Old Town down, slash downtown Tigway Park in Albuquerque. Um, if you are ever in Albuquerque, if you're from Albuquerque, this is probably one of our favorite spots. We just love it. Um, and don't put it into your GPS because it's spelled super weird. It's I think it's T-I-G... U-I-E-X something like that there's an X in there somewhere but um yeah we're just here with our kids um this is the best weather ever uh it rained pretty heavily like two rounds of storms last night probably around like five and then later on maybe about nine or ten um but it was really nice and when it rains in Albuquerque um it's it makes it a bit more humid uh there are clouds it's not super hot um the air smells super clean so that's one thing i'm that's what i'm i'm pretty grateful about albuquerque is like the air is 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 always pretty clean um our friend jeff was telling us about los angeles where (laughs) there's like some species of tree um in, in southern california and it has white bark and Jeff thought it was a different species in Los Angeles, but it turns out it was like residue from the, uh, uh, like the pollution. So that's not something we have to deal with too much in Albuquerque. We don't have a lot of people. I mean, there's, I would say there's about a million people in like the Albuquerque Santa Fe area. Traffic isn't awful. It's, it's pretty awesome. Air's clean, but it, it's even better when it rains. But uh, yeah, we're here hanging out with the kiddos. Um, Just went down a. Um slide made out of really flat smooth bricks mm-hmm. and i held the boys's hands on each side and <clears throat> thought we were gonna die yeah <laughs> but my five-year-old said that was epic <laughs> yeah he keeps saying that but it's cool yeah we got our coffee in our hands and, and it's our great in the swings. and our babies in the swings so yeah. even though uh much you know vibe than the other night yeah much better from the other night <laughs> although i did listen to that again i listened to it and it wasn't awful. It wasn't like, but you could definitely tell we were. I mean, that's that's just that's just marriage. You know what and I mean? We still have a creaky creak, uh, swing. On we have our a creaky swing. Today. Yeah, it's just the park's creaky swing, and it's our little baby. Hi. You know this park? It's called Tigway Park. It's downtown um, by Old Town and downtown. But this holds so many memories for me, like of being a new parent. It's crazy. We used to live just down the street on Seventh um, and Mountain. Not that anyone is going to know where that is, but. It's by the courthouse downtown and it was a couple blocks away from this park and when Luke was born he was um we lived in the house down here and I used to take him in his stroller to this park all the time when he was a real little guy and uh, exercise and we'd walk around old town and walk around downtown in his stroller and that was actually one of my favorite things um, from being a new parent was just taking him walking in his stroller in this neighborhood this is a great neighborhood um, it's pretty urban but it's like it's a great neighborhood for families. It's, I don't know, there's just a lot going on. There's Explora, it's like a children's museum. There's the Natural History Museum, the Art Museum, Old Town Albuquerque with a lot of culture and stuff going on. Then there's like funky little coffee shops and restaurants. And then you have downtown on the other side. So yeah, I just, I have a lot of really fond memories of taking Luke here when he was a baby. Um, and I had no no idea what the hell I was doing as a parent. <laughs> and now we're here with our three kids and it's like, wow, you know. It's totally, totally surreal to think that just a few years ago we lived here and we had one little baby and now we've got three little guys running around. So 
I don't know. It's really cool though. I just, this has a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Park yeah. Same here. Um, <clears throat> Do you remember we used to walk down to the, um, the Golden Crown? Oh yeah. The Panderia. Yeah. It's a, it's like a bakery basically bakery. in Spanish and they would give you a free biscochito cookie. So we'd go get coffee and then they'd give us free cookies and Luke would always get a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. That was pretty awesome. That's super awesome. So, um, this weather's like perfect too. Yeah, it is. It's nice and cool. Nice and cool. Yep. Bunch of kids coming here. It's so funny that there's like an entire playground and our kids are playing on like the steps because mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't have stairs at our house. That's true. I'm like, wow, is this all it takes to entertain you? Just a few stairs? That's true. Uh, that's um, funny. Yeah. But yeah, Old Town is probably one of my favorite neighborhoods in town, I think. Yeah, me too. I used to love just like wandering down here with the stroller and then there'd be like some crazy event happening and it'd be free. So you'd just show up and there'd mm -hmm. be people like dancing in the streets mm -hmm. and like, that's amazing. Yeah. I think maybe because it reminds me of Santa Fe too. Yeah. A little bit. That. It's like not Boys, as... Boys, come back over here. Not as cool as Santa Fe. Yeah. Like the adobe bricks. Yeah. Um, the houses here are super old too. There's so much history. Oh, he's going to... Okay. He's taking our... One year old down the slide. Oh, there he goes. Nice. So, anyway, I think this was gonna be. I think this might be a short one. Well, let's take a pause and then when we start walking around Old Town, we can kind of pick back up. Okay. So we will take a pause. A pause. We'll be right back. I know you're having fun. Hey, Luke. Okay, I am back. Lindsay is watching the kiddos. Um, there are a lot of people at the park. Not a lot. I want to say one, two, maybe five families um, playing coffee, playing soccer and stuff. So, Okay, I took a little pause and there was some awkward silence because um, as I was recording, some people like sat next to me and I felt really weird. And I probably shouldn't have, I should have just kept talking. But no, there were just some couple. Oh, I saw them. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're pretty weird. Yeah. We're walking through Teewiggy Park recording a podcast. We're going to find the T Rex of Teewiggy. So. <laughs> The T-Rex of Tigway. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, there's little exercise equipment, like little um, like park uh, stuff, little step climbers, stuff like that. And uh, if I wasn't recording right now, I'd be hunting Pokemon. I know. Make you any less strange? No. Yeah, that makes me a little bit more strange, maybe. But, uh, yeah, this is nice. Beautiful day. This is nice. In the neighborhood. <laughs> yes, it is. My coffee's almost empty, though. Yeah. Could be a problem. Do you feel a good coffee buzz coming, though? I feel like I'm immune to coffee buzzes because I am desensitized to caffeine and its effects. I drink so much coffee. <laughs> 
Yeah. Although I think half of my addiction is straight mental. A mental coffee addiction? Well, it's partially physical, but I think it's mostly mental. Right. I've convinced myself that I can't function unless I have caffeine, which is, uh, I don't know. You yeah. tell me if it's true or not. True. Okay, go Okay, ahead. you can do an exercise thing. So, this morning I was reading the news, and uh, I guess people are pretty upset in Española. Oh, well, it's nice to know they care about something. So, um, kind of jacked up to say, but well, that was kind of like the whole thing. Um, basically, what are they upset about? So, the Santa Fe Reporter, which is like the alternative news there, yeah, kind of like our alibi, or what's the one in Portland? The Mercury, the Portland Mercury. Okay. Um, they said something about, about like Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they said something about Espanola and. Espanola spoke out like we're tired of being the butt of everybody's jokes or whatever. Well, then quit acting like it. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, yeah. So I, I, was, I was just reading the news, and I thought that was pretty interesting. But I also commented on it too. There's like mass chaos in the streets of Espanola yeah. today. Yeah. They're throwing chili. They're throwing chili. Hey, stop! Stop! Push the button. Push the button. Cross the Crossing the street. Hold my hand. But, uh, I, let's go. I posted a comment on there. I just asked a question. Yeah. Why did the birds fly upside down in Española? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's so mean. You gonna tell them the answer? Because I know the answer. Uh, no, I won't. Just say it. Because there's nothing worth blanking on in Española. It's really pretty, though. Like, the physical landscape is really pretty. It is. It's in the Española... Uh, I think it's called the Española Valley. Makes sense, right? Um, it's really pretty. There's mountains all around. It's... It's a... It's a great city, I think. A lot of history. It's one of the oldest... Um, settlements in, in New Mexico. Older than Santa Fe. Well, just north of Española. I think it's called San Juan. San Juan, New Mexico is the first settlement in New Mexico. You're looking at me, but I wouldn't know. I'm yeah. not a native New Mexican. But, I don't know. The reason I brought that up is I thought it would be funny to find a local news article and just kind of read the comments. Yeah. Have you ever read those comments? Some of them. I try not to because it kind of um, decreases my faith in any humanity. That's yeah, there, but it is pretty darn ridiculous. I don't like, I don't like reading comments on news articles. Because people are usually ill-informed. They're talking out of anger, so it's and just a trigger lot of happy. They're trigger-happy. They're yeah, like, or then they start nitpicking at people's character rather than the actual issue. Right. Sort of exactly. All right. We have now walked to the Natural History Museum. And in front of the Natural History Museum is a penta, pentaceratops and a albertosaurus. But more importantly, prismatic coffee is right over there. Prismatic coffee? As well as... Um, there's a brewery over there. I think it's Ponderosa Brewery. Huh. Obviously, it's too early for that. Nice. Well, depends on who you ask, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I, I, I've had beer in the morning. I don't care. There were some other things I wanted to talk about. I just cannot remember. <laughs> I what? don't know. I just cannot remember. Maybe we'll just pick this up next time. 
You always do that. Don't give up so easily. Well, I don't know. I forgot. I had so many cool things I wanted to talk to okay. you about. Okay, well, so you were you were telling me about how people's comments are frustrating to read after local news articles. Well, and I just avoid them because yeah. they're just vile. And stupid? <laughs> yes. I would just like to point out that I am so classy that I'm wearing the same shirt I wore to bed last night out in public today. Mm. And it has a skeleton, and he's thinking about pizza. Mm. It's pretty great. That doesn't say good things about pizza. No, it's no. Maybe it's, he died from his pizza. Maybe he misses pizza so much because he can't have it anymore. Anyway, know. this is a pretty cool dinosaur. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny because no matter how many times we come here, the kids are still amazed by this like dinosaur statue. It's true. Um, but it's pretty sweet. You come over here. Let's go. A dinosaur. A dinosaur. It's an Indominus Rex. Ah. Oh. You should consult the expert on those dinosaurs. Oh, what what kind of dinosaur is this? Um, um, I think a Albertosaurus or like a Dominus Rex. And I think that's like a, a Pentosaurus or like a Triceratops. Yeah, Pentosaurus and Triceratops look a lot alike, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for another walk. How about that? Catch me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Actually, speaking of crappy <laughs> news articles, I was reading an article on some junk news yesterday because sometimes I do that to unwind, which is probably not good for my mental health. But yeah. they were talking about how that girl is going on tour, <laughs> the oh. Catch Me Outside girl, and oh, she's really? making these like crazy demands, like. Like she's going on tour. She's going on tour, and, and I what really. What is she gonna do? I have no idea. That's why I'm like. So you're like a little 13 year old a hole, and now you're going on tour to show the rest of the world what a little a hole you are. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I don't either. <laughs> but she's going on tour, and she's demanding like that she only stays in like four star plus hotels. She's demanding like ten thousand dollars a showing and like a minimum of seven hundred and fifty. It's it's crazy. That's like, just, that's just, that sounds typical for a celebrity, but, though. But this is like our culture. We we have like glamorized something super negative. We have idolized somebody who does not deserve our time, and now we're going to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, America. Huh. Way to go. That's a neat little sculpture. It is. We passed by the Ace. It's called Ark of Peace by Lori Acott in 2003. So. If you want to see what we just looked at, Google it. Arcs of Peace. It's a little person. A little arc um, of peace. Little person actually. holding the. What are those called? Origami. Origami cranes? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's. I, I, heard, I learned about this in Luke school. It says they're pterodactyls. Oh, they're pterodactyls. <laughs> okay, they're not cranes. Um, I think we got to turn around. Yeah, we got, that's okay. We'll go over here and Ooh. turn around. But I think cranes symbolize peace. They do. Because. Of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? I remember learning about, about that. Yeah. Um, it's a kids book, but yeah, Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes. Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes. I okay. That book. Yeah. Imagine like the like these things that, that happened. No. No, um, in the news back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's history for us. We learn about them in school. Imagine being, you know, a citizen. I'm just a person experiencing this back then. You know what I mean? Well, news moved a lot slower. Well, it did, but imagine hearing about that. The United States dropped two atomic bombs on Japan. Like, how would you react? I'm wondering this because I wonder if we're going to experience something like this firsthand. I was thinking about that last night in bed, actually. I was thinking about, like, are we on the verge of World War III? 
um, I'm sure that people think about this kind of thing a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. But like with North Korea, I'm a little bit, I don't seem anxious about it. I'm not like anxious about North Korea, but I also, I'm more concerned about the legitimacy of the leadership of our president. Um, he seems to be quite impulsive. <laughs> And that scares me when it comes to things like dropping bombs on people. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the state of our politics is what concerns me the most. Mm -hmm. But, come on, Luke. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Lukey. Bye, Lukey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that just kind of concerns me. Uh-oh. Nuh-uh. We have to stop for a minute because we have a, a child behavior uh, thing we had to deal with. Hey, Luke, do, don't do that to yourself, please. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. So, so yeah, there's that. So how do you feel about this whole North Korea thing? Because I'm curious. I mean, I, we've kind of talked about it briefly, but I'm really, now that it's had time to set in this last week, how are you feeling about it? I'm a little bit freaked out. Like, I feel like we're due for, like, just big events yeah. on Earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, totally. Like, like it's I, all been I, kind of culminating yeah. to this point. Yeah, there's, there, it's been super quiet in the news for a long time, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like the last time we had something like this really happen was maybe like nine eleven. I don't even want to say nine eleven because it's a different issue, but mm -hmm. maybe like um, Desert Storm. Yeah. Possibly. I don't really know. Yeah. Bye, dinosaurs. Bye, dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to go over here, bud. But yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like we're on the brink of some kind of, like, dividing war that's going to really make people yeah. pick a side. I really hope not, but I mean, it, it seems like the conditions are right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, they're, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like we gravitate towards peace i think i think human nature is we, we i mean we gravitate towards power and we gravitate towards control well we're very much a reactionary culture we react you know what i mean we're very reactive Luke, hold my hand please we're not proactive we're reactive for the yeah. most part yeah and, and so that can I, be dangerous and see i'm not i'm not an expert i'm just a i'm just a guy i don't know much about politics i don't know much about war i don't know what much about anything like that but this is just of super layman's uh, point of view that this is just kind of how I feel I don't I don't feel like if, if tomorrow morning we turn on the news and the news was that Guam got hit by a ballistic missile mm -hmm. I would be terrified but it wouldn't surprise me that's kind of how I feel you um, know what I mean I've been thinking about like like safety for my family like and I'm not like a doomsday prepper or anything yeah. like that if you're going to be wrong I'm none but yeah yeah I told Riley he could push the button okay push the button Riley loves to loves to push the button push the button yeah. so there you go good job alright there's we have 12 seconds now okay I guess we'll wait for the next one uh, that, was, that was pointless. Yeah, it was more for the experience. Um, so, no, like, I, I'm not a doomsday prepper. I don't think about, like, well, where I, would we go hide out in the mountains if this happened, but... 
loop stop. But I'm also like, if this were to become a reality, I mean, in the 40s, people had like bunkers. Hold my hand, Luke. And people had, people had fallout shelters and mm -hmm. people were prepared for something like this. Mom, I don't I feel like we mentally ow, ow. are not prepared for something like this the way that people were during like World War II. We've, we have traditionally felt really safe. Okay, ready? Let's get turn green. Let's go. So it's just kind of interesting because they took a lot of precautions in World War II to make sure that people were safe. And I feel like now we have this false sense of security that is maybe to our detriment mm -hmm. because we're not prepared. Right. I think well, that people that are in elite positions of power are probably prepared, but that was like a tongue twister. Hmm. Positions of power are probably prepared. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the average Joe like, would not would not know what to do. We wouldn't have a plan. We wouldn't know where to even begin. I mean, like, if we had to go find a bunker somewhere, where would we go? Like, what would we do? You know, it's kind of one of those things. I think people in our generation are more prepared for the zombie apocalypse, thanks to The Walking Dead, than they are to actual, like, Because they've thought unrest. about those things. Well, geographically, we're huge. Like, the United States is huge. Right. So, I think major, I mean, I don't even want to, I don't even want to speculate. This is just kind of freaky, but. But I think you should, because that's part of being um, major population centers or major military centers would be targeted first so southern california maybe pacific northwest um of course while the east coast i mean i think that's out of range but you know hawaii uh alaska you know these little territories like guam right um but talking about preparedness north korea is prepared north korea uh, is prepared. I was watching the Vice News yeah. thing last night. Let's sit here for a second. Sure. I was watching the Vice News thing, uh, Vice News on HBO last night, and uh, North Korea they have a subway system, like a metro, uh -huh. and it's the one of the deepest oh, metros in the world. So it's their metro. It's their little subway system. But it also but probably it, doubles as it, a fallout. It doubles as a bunker. Like well, they, that's what the in London. That's what they had in World War Two. Right. Yeah. The people hit out in the tubes. Yep. Yep. So I don't know. It's kind of crazy. But I mean, if you think about North Korea too, like their food supply would be pretty low. Yeah. Because half of their people are starving now, as it is. Yeah. They keep their people in extreme. You gotta poverty, watch that Vice. You know. From last night, it was really kind of interesting. This okay. reporter from Vice went to North Korea, and this is some of the stuff that we've already known, but it was. Mm -hmm. It was pretty insane, just how yeah, I, things happen there. I mean, and this is a side note, but like, you shouldn't live your life in fear, and you shouldn't live your life under constant worry. Right. But by the same token, you do have a brain, and you are able to be prepared, and you mm -hmm. and you should be smart should yeah. something happen. Well, I was asking. I mean, the same idea with people who live in earthquake places. Like I was talking to our friends who live in the Seattle area, and then. Jeff, who lives in Southern California, like, like, how do you guys feel? Like, the stay out of the water, guys. People are saying, scientists are saying that the big one is coming. the big one is coming. It's overdue, actually. It's overdue. Yeah. But you know, and I, and I hate to say it like this, but they've been saying that since I lived in Portland, since I was a kid. Right. So, but tectonic plates are—they don't stop moving. Right. And we and we know that it's going to happen. Scientists know that it's going to happen. Again. They they do um, on the West Coast. They do 
at least in schools and stuff, they do emergency preparedness for earthquakes. Right. They do drills and things at school. Yeah, but you can't you can't live that. your life in fear though. No, I mean it's I think the same thing with this. I think you know what you you need to think about what you would do and just know that in the back of your mind you have kind of like a game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, like if something were to happen here in New Mexico, like I think Lorenz and I, like we've talked about kind of like what we would do, where we mm-hmm. would go. Um, honestly, for me, and this is kind of a silly thing, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a big gun person. I don't know how to shoot a gun. I don't want to have to shoot a gun unless I have to hunt for food or something. Right. Um, but like, that's one of those things I'm like, maybe I should learn how to like shoot a gun. I know, and that's and that's not something I want to do. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it would be a necessary skill if the crop were to hit the fan. Um, how hard could it be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done Actually, it. Actually, I, I have shot guns. Um, I mean, growing up in Moriarty, it's like a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> so in Portland everyone's like anti-violence you know, like right you have a gun near a redneck so oh <laughs> I'm going back to news stuff uh, at KOB Channel 4 the NBC I feel a bit here in town they are doing this uh, news like I don't know segment piece whatever it is talking about Albuquerque crime mm-hmm, I saw that um and I was going through the comments there and everybody I mean I guess what happened for, was they interviewed people who are in jail mm-hmm. for robbery I they're think interviewing I may have sent them that to you maybe it was just on my Facebook feed oh, okay yeah I, um, I read it too but all the comments it's, 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 I want to walk in old town a little bit well let's finish this up all of the comments were uh how how people are going to start how, how they arm themselves and I don't care what it, a burglar thinks or how they feel or I don't care about this interview if more Albuquerqueans <laughs> Albuquerqueans mm-hmm. were armed and would shoot at these burglars then they would um, you know they would get the point and they wouldn't stop burglar but that also creates a twofold problem because what happens when someone breaks into your house and they steal your guns and then your guns are on the black market somewhere yeah like you can have a gun but the point is like you would have to literally be home and catch somebody in the middle of robbing your house to actually use a gun. Right. And the odds of that happening are pretty slim because they case your, your house right. and they make sure that you're not home and they try to do it when you're not there. Right. So, like, what would be the point of that? Then you and just it, have stolen guns everywhere. And then it comes to the point, it's like, who's who's going to be better armed or better skilled or whatever? Like, somebody's going to break into your house and they know that you're armed, so they're going to carry a gun with them. Well, I think violence so, begets violence um, yeah. most of the time. I, I think it probably just makes people really paranoid Mm -hmm. a lot of the time and I'm not saying that there's not certain situations where that is probably helpful but I think that there's more often than not um not a need to get that intense Mm -hmm. honestly like and this is just my opinion but like if somebody breaks into my house yeah that sucks it super sucks but it's just stuff like you can take my tv you can take my jewel I really don't care I mean yeah it's gonna suck but like I would rather you just take my stuff and leave my family alone you know what I mean? Stuff can be replaced. My family can't. So, I mean, if you're really going to rob me, then please just do it when I'm not home. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> wait until I leave and my kids aren't there and, you know, do what you need to do. But I would rather just not sit there and, like, hold a gun and wait mm-hmm. <laughs> to be victimized. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe... I'm swinging and that's swinging. Cool. But, yeah, I just, I don't see the point of creating more violence or creating a need for more guns when there's we already have problems i agree so yeah um well today's been very um 
kind of encouraging to me. Oh, what did he do? Poke his sister? He poked his sister. Oh. <laughs> New sister poking you. Just coming to this park and just seeing families. Were, were that, was that couple German? I think they were German, yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if they live here, if they were visiting. I was like, be I really want to cool. be their friends. It'd be really cool if they were visiting. <laughs> because German friends. Yeah. We can make the schnitzel in our country. <laughs> we can drink the beer. The beer? And the uh, <laughs> Oktoberfest? Right. But I was very, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged just coming to this park and seeing people being in a community. Like, it looks like somebody's setting up for a park. People are riding bikes. People party. are, kids are on their swings. Uh, beautiful weather. It's starting to get a little bit humid, though. Can Riley, you, can you feel that? come back. He'll come back. Um, that's what you think. Yeah. We can see him. So, that's that's good. I mean, we, we have all this bad news, and then we come here, and we st- I, I see people and there's positivity being all part of a community. Yeah, and that's but, encouraging. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think I want to walk around Old Town. Yeah, yeah. So, this is us signing um, off, I guess, huh? Well, before I do that, I wanted to thank my good friend Jeff Midveron for putting on the music and uh, for our podcast and doing things that he loves. Um, Speaking of people that do things that they love, uh, I want to thank Ryan Freeman for being a writer. And giving me a book because I'm his brother-in-law. But if you want to read uh, something really awesome, I encourage you to go to Ryan's website, ryanpfreeman.com, uh, because I think that the world needs more creativity. And I think that you should do if you want to do something. I think that you should just kind of do it. And a shout out actually to my brother since we're talking about him. Uh-huh. Um, congratulations! I know he's probably listening. He said he likes to listen to this on his way to work. So. Hey, bro. Um, congratulations on the new job also. He got a job um, doing some stuff with the TV station in Quincy, Illinois as yeah. well. Just because that's his passion. He likes to do it. And they were like, yeah, we'll pay you. <laughs> so right. it's kind of like win-win for him. But I think that's really cool. Yeah. Follow your dreams, kids. Follow your dreams. And it, I mean, you don't... The goal... I don't think the goal is to be crazy famous. I think the goal is just to get... Fulfillment. Yeah, get this creativity out. Like... Everybody needs an outlet. Me and Lindsay look crazy weird at this beautiful park talking into a microphone. <laughs> but we're doing it, and, and it's a little time capsule for our kids. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's nice. Our daughter's asleep in the stroller now. Oh, that's good. She passed out. We R- bored her to death. Riley and Luke are working out on park equipment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do, do what you got to do. Like, I don't know. So kudos to Ryan. Kudos to Jeff. You guys are awesome. And check out their stuff. Jeff Omidveron Music and... Uh, RyanPFreeman.com for for books. So and that's all for today. And that is all for today. Signing off. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>